Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Paraconnection Podcast. You're here with Schuler Johnson from PILT Paranormal, and we are now on episode two of the podcast. So today we'll be speaking clairvoyance with our special guest, Kaylee Dobbs. So Kaylee believes herself to be a sensitive, which for those of you out there that may not know what that is, in the paranormal world, a sensitive is like a medium, a psychic, an empath, basically someone who can detect spiritual and not physical world things. So Kaylee reached out to our team via our website and basically sent us a message wanting to speak about the paranormal and what it's like to be a sensitive. So throughout our discussions, we finally came to a conclusion just to make a podcast episode about it and kind of just put it all out there for ourselves and for people like you listening. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into that call that I made with Kaylee and speak a little bit about what it's like to have clairvoyance in this physical world that we live in. Kaylee, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Awesome. I'm doing pretty good for the most part. Um, As I was talking about a little earlier, I'm kind of sick. So if I sound a little nasally or congested, I apologize to you and all of the listeners that are listening right now. (laughs) I'm sure they'll forgive you. I hope so, man. Yeah, it's just (laughs) it's uh, starting to get pretty cold over here uh, in Indiana. And it kind of hit us out of the blue, which I'm sure you're aware of that. It was like 85 like a week ago. Oh, my gosh. It was like 90. Yeah. You know, and then it just hits us to like 39, and well, here I am. I don't know about you or everyone else in Indiana, but it's smacked me really bad. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it's affecting everybody around here. Cause I mean, when you go from like that much of a change real quickly, mm-hmm. like there's no avoiding the, avoiding it. It's not. It's really not, especially if you're going from hot to cold, hot to cold, and then you have your heater on or you got a fan on. It's just, it's a mess. And that's also how you can create the paranormal. I'm thinking about tuberculosis, but that's a little morbid, so <laughs> I won't jump into that. Uh, anyways, on to the paranormal. Um, so Kaylee, as you know, um, I'm a part of the paranormal team, PILT Paranormal, and I think that's why you wanted to reach out to us, because we love the paranormal. A nice, simple fact. Um, <laughs> so when you think about the paranormal, um, we've talked a lot with our team, to other people, on a couple other podcasts about what we think the paranormal's about, you know, um, th- there's a lot to it, but let's try to go to the basics here. When you think of the word paranormal, what do you think about specifically? What's the first thing that hits your mind? Well, obviously ghosts, spirits. <laughs> I mean, if you ask me to associate a word, that would be the first thing that would pop oh, yeah. up. But, you know, it's just, I mean, it's just a whole other world or realm that, like, I think people are finally starting to accept it and to explore it. And I I find it really exciting because, I mean, there's new technology coming out every day, like scientific type technology yeah. to help us like produce data around these things like when people hear voices or people see things. I mean, I think it helps to validate people in the past who have, you know, in the, you know, back in the day when something like this happened to you, you pretty much weren't allowed to talk to anybody about it because you're pretty much going nuts if you did. Exactly. They'd throw you in a loony bin or they would call witchcraft on you or something of the sort, you know? And like you're saying, when it comes to the scientific technology, I think it's not only great that we can prove 
that there's something spiritual or you know outside of this physical world but it's kind of taking the physical world and the spiritual world and putting them on the same plane because there's so many people out there that talk about science um, science you know being one thing and spirituality being another and they can't coexist well from my personal experience and obviously from the things that you have learned and you know seen that's kind of false you know I mean we have two different sides here that are meeting in the middle and it's like opening a whole new door (laughs) yeah and I mean if you think about it in the past like you know centuries ago I mean things that we think are like everyday normal science stuff like that was considered magic to people back then I mean something for always learning new things I mean there's still so much that we don't know about the world and just the galaxy and life in general I mean (laughs) that just it can go on and on and so you know to completely close the door to anything spiritual whether it's like god or spirits or like even like satanic type stuff it's like I mean why close like why close your mind to that type of information because like we haven't proved that it doesn't exist and I mean that's kind of impossible to prove something doesn't exist and obviously people are proving every day that something does exist out there like ghost wise exactly and I mean when it's thrown right to you right in front of your face and you just can't disprove it it's like how can you get around it really you know I was talking with um, a lady from the Netherlands her name's Mary and we were kind of getting on a similar topic about God and the devil and science and spirituality and while this topic while these topics can be pretty sensitive to close your mind to it is completely shutting the door of any possibilities i mean even if you don't want to look at this stuff in detail going to work uh, going home going out to eat i mean there are so many things around you that correlate with the spiritual realm or some type of not just physical world I, i don't know it's difficult to put it into words but you you just can't get away from it is what I'm trying to get at. Like you're saying, I mean, when you can't disprove something, there's always a possibility of being able to prove it. But when you can't prove something, there's also the possibility of disproving. And it's a vicious cycle. It's a very <laughs> vicious cycle, you know, and I think that's what makes it so great to get out there and actually put yourself in this environment, this no man's land, no pun intended, by the way, <laughs> you know, to get out there and it's like, what's going to happen and i think that's what's exciting about paranormal investigation is like it's a whole new frontier i mean you know call it the final frontier if you want (laughs) minus space um you know it's just it's so i think it's becoming so new like and so accepted that i mean like you never know what you're going to find because we don't i mean we have no way of like like I mean, we don't have devices that tell us, like, hey, this location for sure has, you know, haunted activity just by setting a device in there. We have to go to places, explore stuff, get nothing, or get something. Mm-hmm. You were so right on that. And, you know, when it goes back to paranormal investigating, it's it's kind of like a gamble. This is the way I'm trying to look at it. You just don't know what you're going to get. You've actually got to talk a little bit with Brian. He is our number one skeptic of the team. <laughs> we have a couple of skeptics on the team. And uh, myself, I'm actually very spiritual, but I'm also very skeptical because I've had people on the team that's played pranks, 
Um, I've been able to. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. It was horrible. That that's a that's plenty. That that's like a library of stories for another time. I could, <laughs> I could run on about that. We've had some pranksters. Um, no longer on the team, but you know, there's also been times where we had to debunk a location, and we were actually able to prove that this location's not haunted, and there's something actually logical going on. Like people are hearing screams. Well, it's actually coyotes, or it's. Owls. Which are very scary, by the way, the coyotes. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> I've heard them yes. before. Yes, ma'am. So, have you been up close to coyotes? I know we're getting off topic, but I'm close. Um, no, I mean, the only time I have been, mm-hmm. I was in bed at night, and my mom has, like, this was back when I lived with my mom. Um, it's about an acre long, or just shy of an acre, okay. which has a ditch running through it. And so, like, there was one day, like, it almost, I heard this soft sound... And it, I mean, it sounded like something creepy, kind of like singing. Yeah. And I had like it, it chilled me to the bone. But like, cause we ha- we've had foxes before, and they just sound like they're murdering somebody <laughs> in your backyard. I mean, they're that's another type of terrifying. I've heard um, them pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're awful. And so like, this is the first time ever. Like, I was like, this must be a coyote. And so like, I looked out my window and I saw like two fox-like figures, like, like walking in the background. Yeah. And I knew that they weren't foxes because they were too big to be foxes. And I'm like, oh, those must be coyotes. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that kind of do it away right there. You know, mm-hmm. big giant foxes, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least your experience was kind of like the, the uh, I keep wanting to say, I keep wanting to say hyenas. <laughs> but coyotes, I guess I guess you can say they're the, the cousins of hyenas, just not as, like, exotic. But, sure. Uh, <laughs> at least your experience, though, uh was more pleasant i guess is what i can say it was kind of singing to you is that well, right? I, I don't know if they were like talk I, they must have been mates or something yeah and they're probably just communicating with each other because okay. i know with all the development that's been going on like it's pushing them out of their territories and so like it's we've never had coyotes and like we're in like my mom's in the heart of brownsburg and so okay you know to have a coyote in the middle of town like that's kind of a rare thing mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you're so right on that with the the development that's been going on here lately in Indiana. And for the listeners, too, Indiana's not really been well known to have coyotes inside town, in the inner city, which myself and Kaylee here, we are from these more urban towns and cities. And uh, they are starting to find themselves a little more out there all the time. I mean, you're seeing them more common than, than you would like five or ten years ago, yeah. which is kind of scary. Um, but your experience sounds a little more pleasant than mine. I've had several, and I still do to this very day, because um, our team, we like to go out to abandoned locations. We do residentials and privates and, um, you know, in-town in- investigations. These locations are pretty well kept, but there are also locations that are out of town or out of city. And they're abandoned, and they're not well-kept, and they're being overgrown, the wildlife's all over the place, and coyotes are very common. And I've had a lot of experiences where it wasn't so pleasant like yours. I wasn't being sang to in its own way. They (laughs) they were howling, and they sounded a little territorial, and and if not hungry. But, you know, luckily that night we were able to keep keep our distance away from them and vice versa. But (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, coyotes and paranormal investigating, if you go to abandoned locations, they do kind of fit one-on-one. So even though we're off topic, it's a very common thing. (laughs) That's good. I wouldn't have thought of that because I haven't. Like, I know you and I have just briefly met 
recently and so like i haven't been on any investigations with you guys yet and so i mean i never even thought about that the fact that like you're in the countryside oh yeah <laughs> there could be snakes anywhere you know spiders i can't wait for that oh yes yes ma'am kaylee <laughs> but when it comes to when you're going to these out of city or you know abandoned locations if you will yeah you're going to find a lot of that stuff out there and in the past two years that we've been expanding out from indianapolis um, all over north east southwest we have found a lot of coyote activity like seriously yeah it's, it's pretty crazy so for other investigators out there new or old whether or not you know this information please be safe be aware of coyotes they're not known to be vicious like lions and tigers but they still can be a little mean so I'm not taking the chance. We are always prepared to run. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm not going to lie. I've totally lost my track of uh, thought here from the where, where we started with the coyotes. It's okay. But it happens to me all the time. It's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but jumping back to the paranormal. Um, let's see. So paranormal basics. There's so much to it. So we were talking about a little of how science and spirituality can kind of come together. So let's talk about the old times. I, that, that's always intrigued me. You talk about having the ability to communicate or maybe see or have a sensation of knowing that a spirit's around you. Well, way back when, 1800s, 1700s, even the early 1900s, people would look at you like you're crazy. And that's not necessarily a compliment. That's more or less of a really bad thing for your future because a lot of the time people would be thrown into jail. They would be put into a mental institution, told that they were a witch or a warlock. So what's your opinions on this, on how the times changed from then and now, Kaylee? I mean, obviously a lot has changed, but... Yeah, and I think that has something to do with, um, I mean, technology has caught up with us in this in that realm per se um to allow us like i said to find to record our findings as you will like you know bring that scientific process into these investigations as opposed to just being like oh like just like going off of hearsay yeah. and just hoping that someone believes you um so that i mean I've seen multiple investigations on TV, mind you, because that's pretty much my only outlet. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they'll they'll bring a medium in with the investigative team, yeah. and like will appear on like a different device, you know, stuff like that. And so, I think that's very validating. Um, that's one way I feel like it's it's kind of opened that the mindset for that, yeah. and for people to openly say like, hey, I I can see ghosts, or I'm a medium. Like I've always been this way. Um, and people are a little bit more accepting. Like I find I've only recently in the past year, like have started like owning it and just telling people that like, Hey, like, I think I'm this because this happened to me or whatever. Um, or this has always been happening to me and the results I get are, I've never had someone just say like, Oh, you're a psycho. It's just like, they're actually like insanely curious. Mm -hmm. And they ask me like a hundred questions. They're like about this and that, or, you know, like, cause I'm sure everybody's had these questions on their mind at some point in their life. And to have someone that's like possibly had made a connection with this stuff. Like, I think people are more open to sharing their ideas these days, especially like, like in the modern area, like with like, you know, now like people have women's rights, you know, gay rights, you know, all these different rights. Like it's just 
it's created a culture of being open to everyone. And so I think that's another thing that's contributed to it. So when it really comes into it, do you believe that, let me rephrase my question. Um, what do you feel has more of an impact from the past to modern day? Do you think it's technology, spirituality, or more of just humans wanting to have more rights, I guess? Because all three kind of go into place, but which one do you think was more impactful? Which there's no right or wrong answer to this, but I'm just curious from your point of view, Kayla. Um, for me, I think number one is technology. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you've ever watched Ghost Adventures... <laughs> I, I um, do, and I get a lot of crap for it. <laughs> yes, um, back in the old, good old days when they were fun to watch. Um, <laughs> you know, there's the one, there's the one, the famous video of them catching a full-body apparition walking across the screen. Mm -hmm. And I think that just, like, made them famous and, like, everyone, like, went nuts. <laughs> you you oh, know, so I, right. I feel like. And, you know, and so it's one of those things, like people want visual proof that this is happening and because you know there's so many liars out there it's like there's so many things to like like so much false information yeah. that people tell you on just on a daily basis not with in regards to spiritual just in general that like people are taking everything with grain of salt like they're like i need proof and we are finally able to start showing proof Data. No, you're you're so right on that, Kaylee. I mean, when it comes to it, especially topic a topic like this, it's very valuable to have proof. And like you said, there are people out there that like to fabricate things. You know, uh, whether or not it's to gain some type of reputation, some type of benefit. It's, in my opinion, obviously the wrong way to do it. And, and the reason I feel that way is because with the paranormal, the spiritual world. There's so much to gain from it, knowledge, you know, and there's there's so much that we don't know. It's really something that people shouldn't play with, not not just on a dangerous aspect, but like I go back with the pranksters I've had on my team. You know, when you're there trying to validate something and prove something really exists that's been up in the air for so many hundreds of years, it makes it more difficult to actually get to that point of like, look, this is real. You know, people haven't always been crazy. Not to say that there have been some situations where people weren't really there, but this stuff is very real. Uh, obviously, from things I've experienced and things that you have experienced and also that you've kind of seen a little bit, like Ghost Adventures, when it comes to TV shows and a, a third-party outlet, as I say, it's kind of difficult to pinpoint if it's real or not because it's one thing to be there and say that's real because you're there, but it's another to, to witness it through a television uh, or a, a computer monitor and be like, oh yeah, that's for sure haunted, or that's really a spirit. It's uh, It kind of goes back to that, that old saying, you got to see it to believe it. <laughs> and it's so, yeah. tr it's so true. It really is, because there's so many people out there trying to falsify things, which is really sad. Yeah, it's it's something else, though, when it, when it comes down to it, when you're actually there to experience something real. I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. I'm over here thinking about my first experiences, which let's jump into some more uh, paranormal basics. Kaylee, uh, throughout your entire lifetime, have you ever experienced anything paranormal before knowing what the paranormal was or knowing what a ghost is or anything of the such? Um, I think I may have. It's just I didn't realize what it was at the time. Mm -hmm. Like... I've never, I've, I've only seen something once, and I think that's just because, like, I choose not to see things, because I don't want to see, like, a decapitated person in front of me, I mean, like, you can actually choose to not see something, like, that's the thing is, like, I mean, 
I've learned from other mediums that like you can you can turn it off like you can tell them to go away like because you need a little vacay for a while <laughs> um but like when I was growing up as a kid like you know like if I was playing in my room like at times it felt like there might be something watching me but it like I didn't there was nothing bad about it I treated it like I was pretending to impress whoever was there I don't know why I did that it's just who I am maybe yeah. I'm selfish and centered self-centered or something <laughs> I I own up to that or maybe you just have <laughs> a natural born talent you know, I just like to show off, like everybody, like any kid, you know, and so I come, and then like, there are times like I had like vivid dreams where like, I'd see certain elements that would like, I mean, they'd be different dreams, but like, I'd see like, kind of like the, like reoccurring, like, kind of like the same elements in like repeating in different dreams. And like, these are dreams that like, they're not just like your typical dream where like, you have it and then you forget it it's like i mean to this day like i remember vividly like what happened in that dream and like from point a to point b this is what happened and usually when that happens like it i think it's i think it's something like we're like something is supposed to is trying to give you a message yeah i believe it um because you never forget it and i mean obviously there's nightmares too people like it's not hard to forget night it's not hard to remember nightmares because they're so terrifying oh yeah um that's why i refuse to watch like any horror shows um oh, don't need man, to, i don't need to fulfill that Haley. part of my imagination <laughs> i mean michael myers would be a great thing for you right now it's halloween <laughs> it fits into play you know that's okay i mean i've been able to deal with like the really old-fashioned horror films because they're so cheesy and tacky these days that i'm like all you can do is laugh at them because they're so fake. Oh, yeah. You know, like from the 50s or the 60s, 70s. Absolutely. Um, so I can work with that. But and anything that makes it look very realistic, I'm not no part of it. We have enough of that <laughs> in the real world anyway. So, I mean, I'm not holding that against you. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I like comedy and all that other stuff. But, um, yeah, so really... I never thought about it before, like the whole like psychic realm. I mean, like I've always been intrigued by it and like I've been drawn to certain things, like just like as far as interests are concerned. Yeah. You know, I got really interested in healing energies, like being like a Reiki healer. And so, um, and I'm still like interested in it and doing it. It's just, you know, like clientele is kind of low, <laughs> you know, cause that's still like something where people don't think it's a real thing. You know, my thinking is, is like, if it doesn't work, like, at least you got a good massage out of it. If if it is something, like, hey, at least you got the good energies from it. Exactly. So, for me, it's like, I see no harm in playing around with it or practicing it because at the end result is good. It's not like I'm intentionally trying to harm somebody. Yeah. And then, so, I'm going to say about five, six years ago now, um, I have a friend who, like, she was really into the like the tarot card readings like she was really good at it like she actually worked at the harry potter world no that's interesting um, yeah and so she and i like in her family we would go to the new age people and it's a place it's like it's like a metaphysical place that you can go to a store in indianapolis okay and so you know over there you can get psychic readings and like other things like that and so that's when i got my first psychic reading and like the very first thing that comes out of the guy's mouth was like he's like i'm reminded of an author i've read once he like had written about his autobiography and about this guy who grew up not realizing he was a psychic and he says i think you're like that person That's i think 
and I was just like, huh, you know, like, you know, obviously I took it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, I mean, like among other things that he mentioned in the reading, um, you know, and then at this place, you can also take like psychic development classes, like, and the guy that teaches it, he's really nice. And he, he mentioned like, technically speaking, like everybody's psychic is just like, because of life circumstances and the way you grow up, like people become closed off to it and don't realize it. And so like technically speaking, anybody can like meditate and like speak with their like spirit guides or whatever. Um, and so a lot of times what they do in that psychic development classes, they always do like, he does like, he'll answer any questions at the beginning and then we'll do a meditation. And a lot of times it's just with, it's just to contact either a spirit guide or you know, a loved one. It's kind of like you go to your happy place. <laughs> like that's the short way of saying it. Like go, you go to a higher up happy place, um, and it's different for everybody. And it's supposed to give you a chance to communicate with anybody in a safe space because you know you want to be careful of like evil and negative spirits. And so Absolutely. when you meditate, you you vision yourself rising up. Like whether you're going up a staircase, like a celestial staircase or just like some kind of ascension in the sense of like you're you know you're not like on the earth or whatever so like that way you're more in like a celestial type plane to and it's supposed to kind of protect you from the evil stuff getting in or something um well, <laughs> i'm trying sense. to keep it brief because it can go i can get really lengthy that's all right <laughs> we may have to make like 10 parts to this podcast <laughs> i mean you know so we can have everything laid out part two <laughs> <laughs> so well, like the reason I bring this up is because it involves how I came to see something. Mm-hmm. I end up seeing like my spirit guide, who, you know, I is an angel, and stuff like that. And one of these, um, they asked you to like meet your spirit guides and call one forward. And so, and one of the, the goal was is you were supposed to like communicate with them, have a ch- conversation, and then um, sometime throughout the week ask them to validate whether it's their name you know in some way shape or form throughout the week or and like for me what I did is I said I want to see your face I want to see your face like because when I first saw this spirit like it was kind of wearing a veil in the sense of like you know how Superman or like all the superheroes wear a costume for the to protect their identity yeah. it was kind of like that like protect it like he's very protective and like of his privacy (laughs) he would not be using facebook (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um and so you know i think i said that over and over again and eventually he showed me his face like in the meditation and you know i didn't specifically ask him to show me himself in real life but like when it was validation i was just like you know help me validate you sometime throughout the week and so like i want to say like three or so days later I ended up having a really interesting dream. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know, um, it's always a dream. <laughs> and you know how nightmares are so scary that the fear wakes you up? Yes. Well, this particular dream, it was so filled with love that it. Be- I literally woke up saying, this is cheesy. And <laughs> I've, it's the weirdest dream. I've never had a dream like that before. And so like that's the only way I can describe it is like, yeah. it's like the opposite of a nightmare, but the same effects of a nightmare where it's just like, it's so extremely in this emotion that it wakes you up. And when I turned around in my bed, I saw this thing like floating at the end of my bed. And it scared me so much that I like, I quickly closed my eyes. And when I opened back up, I, it was gone. Oh yeah, yeah, I would have done the same. <laughs> Cause I was just like, dang it. I missed my chance. I could have talked to this thing. <laughs> 
like, later on, I'm thinking out, I'm like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> you know? I would have thought something like that, too. Hey, I should have been recording. <laughs> you know? And I know, I know there's people out there who would probably say that, like, oh, you were probably still in your dream when you saw it. And I'm just like, like, no, I wasn't. I mean, you obviously, it's just one of those things you had to be there for it. And it was just mind-blowing. And But that's the only thing, that's the only time I've ever actually seen it. So I think that really, like, that's when I really got involved and, in, like, wanting to learn more and things like that because it was just really fascinating that this stuff can happen. And, you know, being a psychic without realizing it, I think it's one of those things, it's, like, it's so ingrained into who I am that, like, I just don't even think of, like, that it's, a, like, a special thing. Like, the way, like, I think it's normal life and, and that everybody feels this way. And, like, yeah. no, they actually don't. <laughs> like, I'm learning these things as I come along. I like, yeah. you know, it's, like, when you grow up, like, being who you are, like, it's just, you don't, you don't even think about it. You just think it's normal everyday life. It's, like, it's your normal. Mm -hmm. And I later, like, once I, once I finally saw this spirit, it's just one of those things, like, you piecemeal this information after months of things happening, but, like, I realized, like, this, that I had seen the spirit in my dream in his Superman form, <laughs> if that makes sense. That's awesome. I'm, I'm um, imagining Superman just I mean, he's, he face. wasn't, like, a Superman, like, it was kind of, like, <laughs> he was, like, a portal in the dreams, um, and I've also learned, I've also learned a way to know that when he's directly speaking to me through a dream is, like, a certain thing happens. I'm not going to bring it up because, um... I know with the spirit guide, they mentioned that like, like don't talk about openly um, about how we communicate with each other because it will allow evil spirits to mimic him I can believe and that. to trick me. And so unfortunately I can't discuss any further about like the ways we communicate because it's out of respect to him. And I totally get it because my dad is a, he's a computer security consultant and so like he's the one that will block like when I would go to his house like Facebook would be blocked there'd be a giant red bar on the screen it's like you can't access this website you know, uh -oh. <laughs> you yeah. know? so I totally get it yeah yeah and I can respect that too Kaylee to be honest with you I mean when it comes this is a whole nother topic but I mean when it comes to good and evil I mean it takes one little thing for one or the other side to get that advantage you know on the mm -hmm. other and this is this is honestly a topic that we don't know too much about i mean we know good and evil and we know that there's some type of war going on because you have so much bad happening alone in the physical world and you also have people that are good trying to prevent that so if that's happening on our plane god only knows what's happening on the spiritual plane there've been there's been tellings <laughs> i'm just going to call it that yeah. you know like through tv shows and like other paranormal stuff that um you know, like, I mean, the goal of the demonic is to trick humans so that you, they can harm them. And so, I'm mean, like, there's been, they've been known to mimic humans, like, human spirits to draw you in and then, like, basically torture you, oh, like, terrorize you and things like that. And so, like, whenever you're dealing with anything energy-related, like, you have to be extremely careful and, you know, protect yourself and, you know, because, like you, like, you know, like, you could bring something home. <laughs> Yes, ma'am, I do. <laughs> All too well. <laughs> yeah, and you're so right on that, Kaylee. I mean, you know, we are so vulnerable as a physical being, and then especially as a spiritual being, too. You know, I mean, whatever this whole goal is about the evil trying to destroy humans or to try to harm them, there's something to it, which we all have a decent idea. 
but how true it is, all the details, we don't have all that right now, but there's obviously a, a greater agenda, you know, to say the least, I respect everything that you said about the things that you can't share with us, and I feel so much sincerity coming from you that I can believe you just by talking to you right now over this call, honestly, oh, thanks. I mean, and I mean that, you know, and it's, it's obviously helped me over the years, and you're very welcome, <laughs> it's obviously helped me over the years um, speaking to other people that's had similar accounts or, you know, um, different type of occurrences happen to them, but it's it's another to actually sit down and talk with someone face-to-face or even over a phone call and to hear the sincerity come through their voice. That It's just something that you can feel, you know, and hopefully our listeners, you know, that are with us right now, they can also have that same sensation of knowing how true your words are because I believe it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm I'm glad you kind of transitioned in from paranormal basics to the psychic medium topic because that's our primary topic for tonight and it kind of correlates with your whole reason of being involved with the paranormal. So from what you just told us, you've never actually witnessed or got involved with the paranormal or the spirit world until that account, right? Yeah, that, and then, um, like, that was my first account with it, and, like, I, I started learning kind of, like, I guess my abilities, if you quote-unquote, yeah, no, <laughs> supposedly, totally. like, I guess different mediums can, like, they'll experience the world in different ways, like, I don't, I won't get into it because I could take another, that's, that's another podcast <laughs> for you, just well, write down the list oh, of yeah. different podcasts we can do. We'll bring it back, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, it's like... Um, for me, it's like what the person embodies. Like I, it's like I feel the body of feeling. Like, and I can see. Like I can sense where it is in the room. And like it's just like for me. Like I envision. Like I feel feelings. And I don't know how to be any more specific about that because that sounds really weird. No, no well, it, you know. Well, to me, it makes um, sense. To some, it might seem a little weird, but no, that makes you know? a lot of sense. And so, like, I mean, what I see, like, what my mind's eye sees, like, is I'm looking in that corner and, like, in my mind's eye, I see, like, this bubble of feeling over there. Gotcha. <laughs> and, and like, I've learned, like, that my spirit guide was the person I've been feeling my whole life. Like, this guy has literally watched over me my whole life, like, because, duh, he's an angel guarding over me. Um, and totally makes sense and so like that like once I learned what he felt like I could make all these different connections throughout my life I was just like oh okay that's it's like I see what you did there (laughs) it's kind of like I I think people like like who don't aren't involved in this every day like they I feel like they think it's just like an automatic thing like you know all this stuff all at once and like really it takes months even years to just like piece all that stuff together like you know like when you watch those shows like if you watch any paranormal shows of like people being haunted and they talk about you know like three months later this happened to me it's like why didn't you leave the moment something first happened it's because you know it was the first time it happened like you know people are skeptics too and so it's like it takes time for you to kind of like collect that evidence for yourself to kind of be like oh i think this is what's happening but let's keep seeing what goes on (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah they want to see a pattern first it's like yeah i mean and i can understand that if you're in a home and it takes a lot of money to move out find another home that's Mm -hmm. one thing but i mean if you have the ability to leave after something really weird and creepy and just abnormal happened I personally would jump on it. Even as a paranormal investigator, I love this stuff, but to live with it, 
that's on a whole nother level. And that's mm-hmm. for a whole nother podcast. Of but, course. <laughs> add that to your list. <laughs> Kaylee, you are so right. Like, you are touching some really good topics here because it's the absolute truth. It comes down to skepticism and proof and understanding and time because when you don't have that pattern or you're not for sure or promised the given of what it is, I mean, it's just something that you kind of have to learn on your own. Yeah. And, and I mean, people, like, you're dealing with something you literally cannot see. Like, mm. you're basing it upon feelings. <laughs> and so it's like, obviously, you're going to reach with some skepticism. It's not like you're in class where they're like, okay, this word means this because we said so. And you just say, okay. Like, no, like, you got to. You gotta do some investigating about it. Yeah. Um, and so that was the first experience. I, my second experience. Well, Kaylee, before you go, I have a quick <laughs> okay. question for you. How long ago did this happen? How old were you with this very first experience? Very first? Oh, I mean, I was an adult. Like, okay. I mean, like I said. So it's pretty recent. Like, about like, like six, five, six, seven years ago. I mean, I was out of college, and it like that was when I had my first psychic reading, and like within like. I was in that year or the next year, like that's when I had the actual experience of seeing this thing. You just made another question pop into my mind. So, <laughs> okay. let's. So you said about six years ago. So we're talking twenty twelve. Yeah, and... something like that. Like. So what exactly made you want to get a psychic reading? Um. Obviously, the fascination. I know, like, and like my friends' family is a bit more on the metaphysical side, like. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really open to that. Like, the grandmother is, like, Native American. And, I mean, like, it's a whole family affair. Like, we all went. And, like, this has been my friend since, like, childhood. So, you know, it's like, I mean, like I said, this has always been kind of, like, a fascination with me. But it's, like, you know, since I finally had a friend to go with. Like, it's one of those things. It's, like, you want to check it out, but you're afraid people are going to find out you're looking at it. And so I think that's what held me back all these years. Um, And so it was just, it was the fact that my friend brought me. Awesome. Kaylee, I'm sure from the the first time that you got to talk with me and the whole team all together, you know I love Origin. And when it comes to it, I've got to know the beginning of everything, if possible. And you just helped me with that, and I feel so good now. (laughs) You're welcome. So you've always had a little interest on this stuff, but you just didn't want to get involved with it. And then you and a friend, you know, early 20-teens, finally got a psychic reading and then shortly after that, that's when you started to have these experiences. You well, I mostly, like, what happened is I started taking psychic development classes. Okay. Because, like, at New Age People, it's, like, 10 bucks per class. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. Like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah. I mean, it was it, – that's that's what spurred on okay. the, the event that happened. Well, you know, I believe it all happened for a reason, and obviously a good reason. I'm glad that you went along with it. That's great. Yeah, me too. So, it's Kaylee, fun. You, along with this psychic medium topic, which is awesome because there's so much to it. It's so, it's so different, but it's so real at the same time. You know, um, well, what's your second encounter that you're talking about here? That was actually I had. This was when I first met my husband. Um, he was living in a bachelor pad house with some other guys. Um, you know, he was cute. I was cute. You know, the whole typical how you meet kind of story. Yeah. Um, Make a movie out of it. And I found myself hanging out at his place, like, every day, because <laughs> I was crazy. And, you know, the way I would leave at night, you know, like, when everybody's ready to go to bed, like, I would leave. And the way I would leave is through the garage, like, from the kitchen. So, because there was two ways out of the house, like, the back way, like, there were two doors from the kitchen. But one of the doors was, like, right next to one of the guys' rooms. And so, like, 
apparently he was a light sleeper and so I I tried my best to not go that way out of respect to him and so I would go through like the garage and so I would open the door to the garage and just like adjacent to that door was the door to the outside so it's kind of like you make like a 90 degree turn and you go outside gotcha. um, but you would you'd have to physically enter the garage to leave and so because of that like I after like I couldn't tell you time anymore like whether it was a few weeks or if it took me a month to start realizing this but like it just felt like there was something on the opposite end of the garage you know because keep in mind this is when I didn't quite know myself yet in the in the realms of psychic stuff like I didn't realize like oh like I see things through feelings like this is this is what affirmed that was this experience was just like before that I'd only had experience with like what I like to nickname celestial spirits. That's the, that's my only, that's like my broadened term for anything spiritual that's like a spirit guide or, you know, stuff like that. And I'll go into like what that kind of feels like. But this is my first experience, like meeting like a human spirit. Gotcha. And so like, I didn't know what I was looking at because, you know, like while it kind of felt the same experience as what I get with like celestial beings, like it felt like 10 times duller. And so I was just like, Am I just making this up? <laughs> you know, so I'm like, just, yeah. I'm like, what's this? It's like, you know, so like, I think for like the first few weeks, I probably just kind of, like, you know, it's one of those things like, I just kind of push it to the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, like, let's, you know, maybe it's just nothing. And so I just kept on going. And so from whatever, like, it's just weird. Cause like after a while, like when I'd go through the garage, it felt like there was like this overturned bucket over there, you know, like those giant buckets, like made of plastic or whatever. Yeah. I just always felt I started getting this feeling that like it was like this man kind of like just sitting on it like with his hand head in his hands just like despair like didn't know what to do like he was like did, he wanted to do something but he didn't know how to do it just contemplating yeah yeah just like you know he was at a loss you know like a lot of us are in life and <laughs> um I don't know for some reason I decided to stand there look at that corner and say hello one night I just said hello and I looked at that corner for like I want to say like three seconds and then out of nowhere I felt like this huge rush of feeling like right next to my face and I like it literally felt like the words like you can see me and like if anyone has ever experienced paranormal you don't act like a normal rational person in that moment you what I did is I was frozen in fear for like about two or three seconds and then I ran out that door <laughs> to my car and I left <laughs> It's like, oh my god, he actually responded. <laughs> you know, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, you hear, it, like, you don't literally hear a voice next to you, like, at least I don't. Like, you hear it, you hear it in your mind, with your mind. That's why there's takes so much time to piecemeal this stuff together, is because you're not sure if you're just making this up. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I think this, this spirit realized it scared me. <laughs> and so it was very respectful after that moment um, when I came back. It's like, I really didn't want to go through the garage. And so that's when I, like, that's when I started going through the other door. <laughs> just, or like, uh, if I had to go through the garage, uh, I would make it very quick. <laughs> so you know what? I'll give you space and I'll have my own space. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, it was really weird. And so, you know, after a few nights, like, I started feeling like, you know, this person was at least a man and maybe he had like he had some kind of dark hair like like this is stuff that comes to you like days later after you're like down from the shock of like something happening to you like things kind of come to you after a while and i get the feeling that like maybe it's like a middle-aged guy but like i mean i really know nothing like i like i don't see a face i don't see like i didn't see like the actual person's body it was just like these are just things like thoughts that came to my head i'm like i think it's a dude 
oh, I think he might have dark hair. I might, you know, he might be this or that. But, I mean, it's... That's fascinating. Like, it was really weird. <laughs> like, because this is the first time this is ever happening to me. Like, keep that in mind. Like, it's weird for me, because I'm like, what's going on? And, yeah. you know, like, my, my husband and I, like, you know, my then-boyfriend were hanging out. Like, we continued to hang out at his place. And, like, we, we usually hang out in his... We would hang out in his bedroom, you know, like, listening to music or just talking and things like that. And after like throughout the times that we've like would be together like every now and then it felt like this same like orb the same feeling was like in the room like just kind of like hanging out on the ceiling like towards like the opposite end of the wall like keeping a respectful distance and it wasn't until like years later that i realized like oh i think he was being respectful of my space since he kind of freaked me out (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) he didn't want to let you go because he knew that you knew about him yeah, like, I like. mean, I think he was just really curious and just wanted to see what was going on. Yeah. And, you know, and like, I've, I'm used to things watching me, so I just let it be. Because yeah. um, yeah. normally you don't do that. If someone's stalking you, you need to do something about it. But yeah. <laughs> in this case, I, I mean, it didn't feel like anything harmful. Like, nothing was happening to us. So it was okay. And at some point, I figured out that it was my husband's deceased father from when he died. Like back when my husband was like 13 or something like i don't remember the exact moment i i like i like to say that you know at one point i stalked his facebook and i found a picture of them in disney world with him yeah and i want to say like huh like i want to be like oh that's the guy but that i mean i don't think that's what exactly happened it's like but i i did focus on the image a little more i was like huh like this guy looks interesting wonder what he's about <laughs> you know it's like I didn't quite make the connection right that second, but I think at some point I was just like, I think this thing is following Brian, you know, so it must be his dad or something. And so I think I eventually just, I just, in my mind's head, I just, just like, I, I think what happened is like when I'd see pictures of him or like when people would talk about him, like I get that same feeling essence of when, when that guy's like, when the guy's actually around me, I felt that same feeling. Whether this is true or not, I think it's this guy. And, um, I mean, this is like three months in, six months in. I mean, (laughs) like a year in, like, I'm making these revelations. So, I mean, it's not like a week later, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's this guy. Um, Just to keep it real with people. Um, A lot of time went by when this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, some of the events, like, I think what would happen is, like, I know with my husband, he was dealing with some self-turmoil, like, you know, like, like every young man, like there's some things they hate about themselves or whatever, you know, like things that they were just working through. And then obviously when you lose your father at a young age, that just doesn't help things. <laughs> and, you know, so there are things he was working through. And there are times where I felt like this spirit was talking to me, like trying to give him advice. And so instead of just saying like, I think you should do this, I'd be like, I think it would be, I think you're like, sometimes I would say like, you know, I bet your father would say this to you. Because I didn't want to tell him, like, hey, your dad's right here and he's saying this right now, because yeah. that just freak anybody out. And so, like, I was trying to give him some credit, <laughs> like, the ghost some credit, but, like, that these aren't my actual words, or, like, yeah. but I mean, for the most part, I would, you know, I'd have to, like, play it cool and just be like, hey, like, just give him advice. You know, things go on. Think, um, at one point, um, we were with his family. We were celebrating, it was October, and we were celebrating. 
Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas in one day because his oldest brother married a Canadian. They live up in Canada, so we call them the Canadians. And they come on the visit like twice a year. I know, like once every two years or so. And so, <laughs> and so when the Canadians come, it's a big or it's a big thing, yeah. and <laughs> you do all three holidays at once. And Amen. so, three birds, one stone. <laughs> yeah, and so. After we'd carved pumpkins, we were decorating the Christmas tree, and <laughs> and his mom is remarried, um, and like Mary and Dad makes some kind of joke towards Brian, like you know, like kind of like, oh, you're is that just because you're stupid, you know? But like we all knew it was a joke, you know. It was like, how do I explain it? Like, you know, like he wasn't actually being mean, and like we all knew it was a joke, but like there was this like this is like well of anger behind me, and like for a brief, the briefest of moments, it felt like my mouth got taken over, and it was like the words, no he's not, came like shouting out of my mouth, and like I was honestly shocked by it, and everyone was like frozen and shocked by it for like two seconds. Goodness. And like Brian, like my husband came up to me, and he said like, Kaylee, it's okay, it's it was just a joke. And I was like, I knew that. And I just went back to what I was doing. Cause I'm just like, I can't just say what just happened yeah. because then they're going to think I'm a psycho. And cause like, I, like I was even laughing before those words came out of my mouth. Like I knew it was a joke. And yeah. I think like he briefly, I think after a while, like after I came down from that trauma, <laughs> you know, I was starting to think like, maybe that was him using me to say those words. Wow. That's something else, Kaylee. Yeah, like, and that's, it never happened again. Just at one like, time. Just at one time, and, you know, I don't know if he was just being protective of him, yeah, you know, necessary. like all dads are. Of course. Um, I don't know, and so that was interesting, and then eventually, you know, life continues onward, and then, you know, it's the week of our wedding, and my husband mentions a dream he had that week, and basically... You know, he was fishing with his dad and he was trying to make him laugh. And basically the dad said he was proud of him. And I took that as validation as like, like it was like shortly after that, that like I didn't feel him anymore. So I feel like he might've like, basically I feel like he just wanted Brian to get to a good place. And then he left this earth. Wow. Like mission accomplished. Yeah. So like, I never, like, I didn't feel it after that anymore. Like I never, like never thought about it again never felt him again until like there was one day maybe like a couple years down the road you know i finally decided to admit to my husband like hey so this is what's going on with me <laughs> uh, Let me break surprise you. <laughs> um so you take it or leave it but i'm gonna dump this in your lap yeah. and cause i was like i started getting the feeling i was just like i need to tell somebody that this happened because i just i'm going to explode if i don't tell somebody and <laughs> Um, and so what was it? You know, that night I explained to him that I had seen his dad and, you know, and then it was weird because like during that conversation, it felt like this like swirly vortex appeared above us. Like, I mean, obviously there wasn't literally anything there, but like in my mind's eye, I was seeing this thing kind of like, oh gosh, like one of those Disney movies where it's like a swirling cloud, you know, get as stereotypical as you want. But I mean, it was like, I think I was like, that was a moment I was feeling him again. But I think I was feeling him from like, let's say heaven. Let's just throw that out there. You know, like yeah. basically, because he, he had moved on. And so this is him coming back to re, to give more information. And like, basically, I, like through our, t- like through my tears and my crying, because we're both crying at this point. <laughs> you know, when emotional stuff's happening, we cry. And, <laughs> you know, I told him, it's like, you know, I think like he felt so, you know, and these words are just coming out of my mouth. Like, 
I mean, I don't have enough time to like even process what's coming out of my mouth. It's just coming out of my mouth. And I'm just, I tell him, you know, he felt so guilty for leaving you when you were so young that he wanted to stick around to make sure you turned out okay, you know? And so, you know, that makes him cry more. That makes me cry more. <laughs> we feed off each other. And so, you know, that was just a really interesting time. Um, and yeah. Wow, Kaylee, that is a lot for saying that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Man. that's, that's so, just part one. This is part one. <laughs> <laughs> well, for part one, let me ask you a couple of questions because I know I've, I've jolted some, uh, not jolted, I've jotted some down. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, so let's, let's go back here a little bit because there's just so much to kind of go through here. So to start this off, how long ago would the second story have taken place it was was that 2012 or 2013 when did we meet it was i mean literally this it was the summer that we met um okay i feel like we met in 2012 all right so we can say you know 2012 2013 ish so it, it wasn't too far after your first experience no though, right? like literally like okay. it was like the moment that i'm well the met the moment i first like met him when we first had our, our conversation like our first conversation with each other was almost shy of a year my year anniversary of my first like a greeting wow that's something else yeah because so we like yeah. started something and it just kept going yeah because like basically when i had my second greeting it was my birthday weekend and because mm. i got like a discount because it was my birthday nice hey I can't <laughs> you know that's the only reason i can keep <laughs> track of all this I mean, we're still in the uh, the physical world, so I mean, discounts are still welcome. So you know it. <laughs> Got a dollar off ice cream on at Kroger the other week, so that was made that's, me very happy. That is awesome, dude. I mean, seriously, mm -hmm. especially for ice cream. I mean, that's it's a big not deal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it ever was, but you know, back to it. So it was shortly after your first encounter, and then let's see. Second question I remember wanting to ask you is when you say celestial beings. What are we talking about specifically? Are we talking about, like, higher-up humans, kind of like popes or reverends, or are we talking about non-human entities altogether? Non-human entities, like, I mean, like the way... Yeah, angels, um... Gosh, I can't think of any... Like, because I, I have other... Like, supposedly, according to my psychic development mm -hmm. teacher guy, everybody's supposed to have, like, seven spirit guides and they do different things like you have a master guide who's like your overall guide then you have like you know a doctor guide a whatever guide a protector guide i i i've never really looked that much into it but i've met a few of them yeah like in my meditations um like for example like i've met like one of my spirit guides is like i don't know if she's like a pixie or a fairy but she's the, she comes out and like I can feel her when she, she'll she'll sit on my shoulder like I'll feel this essence on my shoulder and it's like it's when I'm about to to say a comment that's like really funny and witty yeah. so <laughs> and like I feel influence. so proud of myself for saying it or something. <laughs> um, wow, it sounds really dumb, but she's like she's the one that likes to have fun and be really witty and stuff like that, and she'll kind of draw it out of me or something. That's um, nice. So yeah, it's and like so influence then would you say, Kaylee? What'd like, you say? It, would you say it's kind of like a spiritual influence? Like they kind of guide yeah. you on how to be in the mood and yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I allow these spirits to kind of influence me because they're there for me. Yeah, it's um, And, you know, like I know, especially with my master guide, like whenever I feel like, whenever you feel called to do something, it's usually because a spirit is guiding you to do it. Yeah. 
like, hey, you need to get off your butt today and go do something instead of watch TV for 12 hours. You're you know, like, <laughs> I think it's time to listen, <laughs> you know? Um, and so for me, it's like, whenever I feel, I'll, I'll feel this thing well up and like behind me and just like come over like a tidal wave and, you know, these words come out of my mouth in the sense of like, not prophetic words, cause that's dumb. But you know, along the lines of like, I I must be changing this person's life. Like they'll probably they're probably gonna remember me yelling at them or saying something to them for the rest of their lives. Who knows? It's I, inspirational. <laughs> inspirational. That's a good word. Good job. Thank you. Um, thank you. <laughs> I'm a very visual person, so my words are not the greatest. I will admit that now. Oh, I'm the same. I, I always tell people if I could. If I could speak in pictures, I would. Because oh, it'd be so easy. <laughs> you could bring Bob Ross back, man, with right? words, you know? I mean, I'm the same way. I'm sure you've kind of heard me a couple times. I stutter a lot, and it's really difficult, especially when you're trying to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. But when I get overly excited, I have to, like, calm myself down. I'm like, all right, Schuler, deep, slow breaths, or else I'm going to come out here going, you know, I'm going to start, I'm going to sound like a car trying to start during the the winter months, and I just can't help that. But like you blame it on the cold. Exactly. We'll just blame it on the cold. I work like a car during the winter months, but, you know, pictures for words would be very helpful in our situation. I agree with you on that, Kaylee. But, you know, that's a very interesting interpretation of celestial oh, and yeah, beings, you know, that's, wow. Yeah, and I totally forgot to mention this, is like, the reason why I couldn't tell that I was looking at a human spirit was because I'm so, like, the way a celestial spirit feels mm-hmm. is like, there's some awe and wonder to it. So, like, a sensation, would you say? I guess, um, and forgive me if you hear my cat meowing in the background he has decided that I must play with him oh you're fine no cats are <laughs> so if you start cats hearing them chirping it's what's going on he's found me <laughs> you're okay uh, anyway um so I don't it's hard to explain because it's what I'm used to feeling and yes. it's like all so it's actually weird for me to feel a human spirit because I've literally only met one <laughs> like if I've met another one I was completely oblivious to it because I literally probably didn't feel them and it's just like the only way I can explain the difference is like a human spirit like while they kind of had that same like I feel or feeling essence it's like it's just like blank it's like duller it's not like there's no awe to it and so I think that's why I question what I was think like feeling because I'm just like is this even a thing because like normally there's some like there's some, like, twinkling to it. or Yeah, know? yeah, there's some know. type of odd sensation that you just yeah. can't make words for, you know? And like, I've never met know. an evil spirit as far as I know, so, I mean... Nice. I don't know what they feel like yet, but I'm sure I'll know when I see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you will most definitely know, but let's let's kind of hope and pray here that you won't have to deal with that, Kaylee, if you yeah. don't have to. <laughs> and nice. and if, if you do, you seem like a person that's well-structured spiritually, and you're not the type that's going to jump out there and be like, hey, take my energy and provoke them at the same time. Like somebody I, sure I know on our team, Jordan Childs. <laughs> but Jordan, I love you. So don't worry, man. But we're judging you, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's fair judgment. But but no, I feel like you would be um, in a very safe environment if you were on investigation with us and we came across something like that. But most definitely, you would know when you come across something demonic or just evil even a, a human evil spirit you know it's it's totally different it's very overwhelming yeah yeah it's I'm something <laughs> a little worried but i'm gonna take precautions and hopefully like that's the thing is you're not gonna know if anything works until you get there absolutely you're so but right we'll do our that. best 
Well, Kaylee, if this is any reassurance, um, our team has been investigating since 2011, and the last time that I can officially, honestly, and comfortably say that I've encountered a demonic or evil entity would have to be the year of 2013, the end of 2013. So, like, November, December, and Mm -hmm. since then, I haven't actually... I haven't experienced anything like that since, which is very good, very nice, because we've been investigating plenty of times since, and we haven't encountered anything like that. So Well, hopefully, I feel like Indiana is kind of a safe place to do paranormal investigations, because I feel like not much has happened around here in the past century or two. I mean, like, obviously, wars have gone on and things, like, there's always bloodshed everywhere, but I mean, decade after decade of this, like, bloodshed and torment, you know, I'm just like... You don't find that in Indiana. We have corn. Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. <laughs> we, that's about all we have. I mean, we have a couple of odd and in instances. We have but, a cool city now, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're so right. I don't feel like there's as much negativity and an evil impact here in Indiana, which I'm sure there are places. Because we, we found a couple that have, you know, um, evil worship and there's been a murder mm-hmm. or something else that's pretty grisly and not all nice. But when it comes down to it, it's not exactly like... You're saying Philadelphia or California, but uh, the locations that we've gone to and that we plan on going to in the future, you will most definitely be safe. You might have some prankster spirits if they're still there or if they're there to begin with, but nothing evil that's going to be like, hey, I'm going to make your life a living hell. (laughs) (laughs) One can hope. Exactly. And we will always keep a very sharp mind when we do investigations. Even if it's known to be, you know, not evil, we still go unprepared. Yeah. But uh, let's see. So what what else do we have here that we need to cover, Kaylee, when it comes to psychic mediums? So you, you've shared some stories with us, and you've talked a little bit about celestial beings and how things started. Okay, so let's kind of jump into the future for a moment here. When, when you think about psychic mediums or the abilities of being psychic, what are your personal goals with this type of atmosphere? Do you want to pursue it? Or do you want to try to, you know, forget it and be quote-unquote normal and not deal oh, with no. it? Or can you elaborate a little bit? That'd just be boring. It would be boring, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like, you got this kick-butt special. It's like, why not use your special move every now and then? Exactly. <laughs> um, video game reference, I guess. Um, oh, I love it. Video games are know, beautiful. <laughs> I, you know, I've been told that I'm a healer by multiple people. Mm-hmm. You know, so like in my meditations in my second development class you know the way you, like you feel things uh be like i always feel it in my hands first and he's like oh that's because you're a healer darling it's okay and you know wow. it's like and i i get that like i have cuz i have a cousin and aunt who they they practice like pranic healing i think it's called I, well, I don't know if it's pranic healing but it, basically laying your hands on somebody and basically you just work out the knots in their system okay. and i mean like all energy healing is basically that way yeah um I practiced Reiki. I am supposedly a level two Reiki person. Nice. There's, level. there's three different levels. I really don't know. <laughs> um, and you know, I can. I feel like I'm doing stuff. I've I've kind of gone out in the past year just because of life and other reasons. Like not yeah. because I potentially wanted to get out, but just because other things have come along, like buying a house. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know, like that takes Be, up a lot of your time. Being human. <laughs> being human. Yes, takes up a lot of your time. And um. You know, but like just recently, like I think this month really did it for me because on Travel Channel right now, they it's just like they're bringing out all their ghost shows. Like they're like, oh, 
all paranormal all the time the whole month of october i'm like yay <laughs> uh, i was super excited because i really haven't watched a paranormal show in like oh gosh like since i met my husband because it all involves cable and i didn't have cable and i didn't think like oh maybe i can go stream this somewhere because yeah. i don't get that far <laughs> um and so i when i i decided to switch the travel channel about a few weeks ago they, they were announcing that like october is like ghosttober month and i was like oh yes and so it just really got me thinking it's like i really want to do an investigation like i really want to like i help this one spirit like i want to help others as well like my main goal would be to help them cross over because you know like i mean you know those ghosts are from a lot of them are from like the 1800s where you know people weren't as open and so like they hold on to like self-doubt and stuff like like so for example like if someone who kills themselves yeah. you know commits suicide back then like these all these people like believed in god and that is a very big sin like you go to hell and so a lot of people stay around because they're freaked out about what's coming on the other side and so they don't realize that like it's not necessarily like that you know it's like you have the opportunity to enter the light that is very interesting kaylee and i respect that so much because when it comes to it i think it's like a limbo type of uh mm-hmm. you know environment for these guys because whether or not they were atheist or they just neglected god and you know this goes out to our listeners too i everyone out there in the world has the right to their opinion and to their beliefs and our paranormal team, we've had all sorts of different people, and I love sharing this little story every time that we talk out loud about religion and all sorts of different spiritual stuff, but we've had atheists and satanics, Lutheran, Methodists, Catholic, Christian, I mean, the whole nine yards. We have had so many different people on our team, and everyone has gotten along. Yeah, we have different you know, beliefs, we have different techniques, but we've always come together to try to find that one answer, you know, with the spirit world. And uh, when it comes to this, that's something that's always piqued my personal interest is, did these people believe in God or are they choosing not to follow God or, you know, um, obviously they're not bad enough to uh, be in hell because they're still here. Are they choosing to stay or there's just so many different questions of why a spirit can be attached to a location and for you to say that your goal would be to help them cross over or to have some type of understanding of them being in the next life that's just phenomenal i love that because not only are we proving that there is life after death of the physical body but we're also showing that we can interact with spirits living entities or beings on another plane and they're intelligent just like we are and we're able to actually communicate that that's just mind-blowing in my opinion so it would be great to have you on investigation to not only test this but if we're Mm -hmm. able to actually prove this to actually put this into play and see if we can help you know that would be fun i mean and just for like anybody who ends up listening to this podcast like i mean i'm still very new at this like even though like six years have gone by it's not like i've been actively going out and like searching for stuff like this is just like you know i kind of I kind of did my own limbo for a while, you know, it's just like, you know, cause I'm living life and, you know, I, you know, I read, I approached, I emailed, you know, Schuler's team, you know, probably a week or two ago and just said like, Hey, I want to like, I mostly want to do this mostly for my spiritual growth in the sense of, I want to see what I can do. Cause like as a psychic medium, like I need more affirmations, like 
the experiences that I've had to just say like, yes, this is an actual thing. I'm not a psycho, <laughs> you know, like I want to see what else I can do. And like, so, you know, this is an example of, you know, pushing yourself and seeing what your abilities are in life, whether you are in school doing something. So I encourage people to explore yourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, Kaylee, what you're saying is so true, because if you don't, you're actually that door that's closing on you. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's up to you to do something, you know, and if you choose not to, well, where you're at is where you're going to stay. But if you choose to take on an endeavor and go further with it, then, you know, it's all about what you're going to accept or what you're not yeah. going to accept. You are your own limitation. That's great. Pretty much. <laughs> well, Kaylee, let's see here. Um, is there anything else that you would like to personally throw out? I mean, I know there's so much more we could cover, but it's been a pretty good amount of time. So I want to oh, make yeah. sure, uh, is there anything that you would like to cover, like, that's serious? I have no idea. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I kind of went through pretty much all of it. I mean, yeah. the main points. Um, anything else, if I tried to, like, give information, I'm going to have a bunch of major holes because it's stuff that people have told me. It's not necessarily, like, my own experience. I gotcha. You know, like, for example, the whole, like, having seven spirit guides, like, I was told that I haven't researched it. Yeah. Don't really care. <laughs> you know, it's like, if it happens, yeah. it happens, whatever. So, I mean, it's just like, I'd be happy to talk about stuff, but I can't at this point, I feel like I can't back up anything I say after this. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, at least, you know, your next steps. First off, you know, getting you on a paranormal investigation would be great. You know, you're going to be with people that are smart and that are going to, you know, keep you in a safe environment. And another thing that you could take, another step, is doing more research. You know, not just on Google, but actually reading books or, you know, trying to reach out to other people that know a little bit about Reiki or that know about the psychic medium world and how to accept it and understand it and talk to them over the phone, maybe meet with them. And, you know, if you're still taking courses, there's another step, step three, you know, interact with people face-to-face -face and I'm sure you're going to get where you want to get to. And it's great that you're actually embracing this and not pushing it away. Because some people I've talked to, actually, you know, uh, throughout our paranormal career, they're terrified of this stuff. But that's actually the worst thing that you can be is terrified. Mm -hmm. And for you to actually embrace it is wonderful. So hopefully you joining our team on a couple investigations will, will help you personally. You know? Yeah. When I think I've been fortunate, like, I've been fortunate enough to not have scary experiences as, like, my first experiences. Yeah. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have had. Like, honestly, if I saw that, I would want nothing to do with it either. Um, and I think the fact that, like, my first meetings were with my spirit guides, with these celestial beings who want nothing but for me to be safe. Yeah. Like, it has encouraged that desire to learn. Yeah. And I feel bad for the people who have not been the same way. Because, you know, I mean, it's a real gift what you have. Like, I mean... Why would you hide that part of yourself? Excuse me. You know, I feel bad for anyone who has had bad experiences. Because, I mean, I've had good encounters and they still freaked me out. Yeah. Like, to the point where I'm running out the door. And so, I, you know, I would encourage you, like, like don't hide that part of yourself. Because, I mean, it's a really special gift that you have. And, you know, I think you should love every part of yourself. You're so right on that, Kaylee. Seriously, I mean, when it comes to it, it's it's who you are. You know, I mean, we could get into another topic about, like, fate and destiny. But, I mean, obviously, people that are 
you know, embracing this ability. They, they have it for a reason, you know, because not everyone does. Like you say, everyone does have this ability to an extent, but the people that are actually able to tap into it understand yeah, so easily. it. Yeah, exactly. So easily, like you said. I mean, because some people, they may have the same ability as you and could be on the same level, but for you to just, you know, go get a reading and then start having experiences, that, that's just saying something. That is a true ability. You know, it's it's a gift in my mind. Thanks. <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. So, you know, I think you covered a lot of these topics with psychic mediums on a really good end. I, I mean, I know there's a lot more we could go on with it, but just so we don't jump too far ahead of the game here, I would love to get you back on the podcast and kind of continue on with things that maybe you've learned since we last spoke. And, you know, also more uh, detail that maybe we forgot to cover or that you've learned from your research over the time. But one last question I have for tonight's podcast is, in the state of Indiana, is there a location uh, that's allegedly haunted that you've wanted to visit or that's really spiked your interest? Um, I don't know of any, which is why I I think that's why I'm relying on the paranormal team to find that out for me. <laughs> We've got your back. Um... Yeah, so, and that's my real interest is like, you know, that's why I reached out to you guys was because, you know, I don't necessarily know what's haunted and I actually, one of my strengths is not research, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you okay. know what I mean. That's right. um, I just, if someone could do the research for me, I would pay them a million bucks to do it <laughs> all day long because I have no interest in research. Like something as little as like when I was doing my, you know, engage, I'm like, I made my bridesmaid do all the research for like my photographer and other. <laughs> he was That's a very right. nice maid of honor. So. Well, luckily for you, uh, we're great at doing research, and we're for hire. We need a million bucks, so let us know. No, I'm just well, kidding. when I when I have a million bucks, I will let you know. Hey, that sounds like a deal to me. We'll get this down to writing too. No, I'm just kidding. Oh gosh. But no, seriously, in all honesty. Um, when you get to meet us, Kaylee, I mean, we're very open to guests. Like anyone here in the state of Indiana that's listening or that knows our team, we are very open to having guests on the team. We may not do it weekly, but, I mean, we do investigations weekly, but to have a guest on, you know, we can try to do every other week. And we try to do our investigations from May to November. And we have a great time having guests on because we have unbiased opinions, we have new experiences, we have all sorts of new stuff, you know, different techniques and beliefs. It really helps us in what we're trying to do is find that answer of the unknown. So when you work with us, what I'm trying to get at here is we're going to help you do research, show you how, and hopefully what we show you can kind of help you tap in on how to research your own stuff for like Reiki or psychic medium development, you know, I mean, to do on your own so you don't have to rely on other people. And, you know, maybe one night you'll be bored or you really want to try to learn some more and there's no one around. And it's like, hey, you know what? I know where to jump to. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Heck yeah. Yeah, because I think it'd be really interesting to uh, to see where this goes because I personally believe I'm not entirely psychic. I feel I'm sensitive to some things, but I don't know how to, how to like... Like you're not actively communicating <sighs> with them. Exactly. I don't know how to control it or have a pattern to understand what I'm doing or where the power is coming from. But I do feel some surges sometimes, and I'm like, this just doesn't feel like a normal human feeling. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, this is weird. But as we spoke about, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to actually experience it or even go through it, you know, and... I don't know. It all comes with development and research, and we will have plenty of that in the future. And Kaylee, yes. I am looking 
extremely forward. Our whole team is <laughs> to having you on the team and doing an investigation. I am, I am both excited and very nervous What's because <laughs> I'm going to be the person to feel something and then I just run away and leave you guys <laughs> in the dust. Well, the worst thing you can do is run away because that's going to show fear. And when it comes to paranormal <laughs> investigations or even being in a uh, environment, you know, yeah. you don't want to show fear because some things will feed off that. Whether or not they're pranksters or evil, but don't worry, you're going to be in good hands and we'll be safe. And the places that we're going to go to throughout the rest of this year for 2018 is actually going to be pretty safe and nice. That's good. So, not, not too much to worry about. It might get creepy, but... Baby steps. <laughs> nothing dangerous. But yes, baby steps are important too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kaylee, thank you for coming on once again for tonight. And talking about psychic mediums and paranormal basics. And I really hope you're still looking forward to our investigation in the future. Don't be too nervous. I'm more than ready. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thank you once again. And Kaylee, you have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. Bye. Man, I have to say, this is a pretty good podcast. Shout out to Kaylee for being so strong and embracing this quote-unquote gift that you have. Because I'm sure some people might look at it as like a curse. Others might actually see it as a gift. Myself, personally, I'm a little indifferent on it because I do love the paranormal. I'm a paranormal investigator, but knowing that there might be a chance that I'm going to have to deal with the paranormal and not know it, and it just kind of comes to me, I'm not really all that comfortable with it. So, again, shout out to you for being the MVP and dealing with the paranormal on a whole nother level. <laughs> I have to say, I have learned quite a lot from speaking with Kaylee, and I've really opened up my mind and my eyes to a whole bunch of new things. So again, shout out to you, Kaylee. Thank you for being an awesome guest. And thank you for sharing all your experiences that you did with us and being so comfortable with everything. Having people like you on the podcast is what makes podcasts so awesome. And also, people like you makes the whole paranormal community another awesome thing, too. So I have to say, this episode was pretty good. It was unique, it was different, and it had a really good approach I think everyone can kind of take in and really benefit from. Alright, so you know we're going to do our good old run-throughs here. If you guys have any suggestions, comments, compliments, or you have a story you want to share with us, or possibly even get on the podcast yourself, you know the best and only way to go ahead and do that is by through our Facebook, Instagram, website, or even here through our podcast outlets. Don't be shy, you know we love you guys and we would love to hear from you, so go ahead and do that as soon as possible, and let's see what we can work out and get going. Alright guys, I think that wraps up this episode pretty well. Thank you for listening and stopping by. It's always great to have you tune in and listen to the podcast here. But sadly, it has come to an end. So as always, until next time, stay frosty.